I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And welcome back to the We Got The Chocolates podcast. What the frick is that? Don't they do dad jokes? Wait, there's a podcast? Yeah, there's a podcast, you numpty. It's the sports chat and debates for you and your mates. Check out these less than marvellous bits coming up. Give him a shout out. Who? Yeah, Booba. This yeah. is cool. Well, oh, wouldn't have thought. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your reason why you didn't make it as a professional athlete? I'm not sure if you are or you aren't a professional athlete, but I'm guessing you're not. So what's, what's the reason why <laughs> oh, you, you are? All right, here's a chance. Come on, buddy. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> is this a sexual one? No. Oh. Shucks. All right, I've got nothing, Dad. <laughs> right. Yeah, you really chose the wrong option there. <laughs> Scouts, it's episode 102 of the We Got The Chocolates podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Sam. I'm Mitch. And I'm Andrew. And you've joined us for the podcast, most likely to make you feel like you're talking to Eddie Maguire. You might get some sport chat. But you might just be thrown into the hot seat for something completely random as well. And guys, I do have a story to start us off with. And, and please chime in if something similar has happened to you. Now, my dad, he, uh, he shares a lot of viral Facebook videos with me, Instagram videos, whatever it might be. But he doesn't just tag me in it. He just he sends it to me via like private message. So mm-hmm. one of those ones. And um, I feel bad for him because every time he sends it to me, it's probably a bad reflection on me being on social media too much, but I've always seen the video before. It's always one that's I've seen a couple of times. So one of them was, came up the other day, was, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, let me know. It's it's one of those uh, Kenyan schools where they're doing high jump, but they're doing high oh. jump without the... the yeah. yeah, they're yeah, running front yeah, flipping over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they go from front on and they just skip over it so yeah everyone's seen it it's been around for years i see it probably twice a year and i told my dad that when he sent it like i want to be like excited by it i want to like say i'm impressed but i'm like i've seen that 10 times now which which is bad i hate how pages do that and they just you know they're coming out and resharing things that have been out forever but it gets some likes so we don't do that good on them original content so i told him i'd seen it before and he said my goal in life is to one day send you something that impresses you it's actually more than a quest (laughs) it's just a quest not just a goal so uh and then a couple of days later he sent me another one and i actually hadn't seen it before so yeah yeah well done glenn yeah that didn't take him long to conquer that quest (laughs) (laughs) usually it takes seven books in a series to That is good gear. (laughs) (laughs) And again, I wanted to be impressed, but I was let down because this video, it was a video of a guy swimming uh, next to his boat and and then out of nowhere like this shark fin comes along and you see the shark swimming in the water and sort of circling him and he hasn't noticed and then he finally notices the shark fin and sort of 
eventually casually sort of gets back to his boat. Um, but it's a really long video where they've they like they get squeeze ads in there when when people watch it so they can get mm. some cash out of it. And and uh, I uh, who the hell would do that? <laughs> Because it's your video ads. Well, they ads for no talks for some reason. <laughs> anyway, uh, unfortunately, it was clearly fake. Like this shark has uh, been superimposed in there with special effects on video, so okay. it wasn't real. But I sent it to my dad, and I said, the only message I replied back with was terrible special effects. Oh, and he no. obviously didn't comprehend the message too well because his response to that was. Yeah, I can't believe how slow the guy was once he realised the shark was there. <laughs> he didn't try too hard to get back onto the boat. And I just replied, it wasn't real. <laughs> and he, go, he goes, how do you know? Oh, come on. Like, come on, buddy. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's better than 1980 special effects probably, yeah. yeah but yeah. You, can, movie. Yeah. you can still tell that the shark isn't real. And he's PS2. like, oh, got me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he actually got him. Yeah, he actually couldn't uh, tell nah. still, but yeah. So, so Glenn, not a guru with the movie magic. Can't he's, recognize he's, it. he's still on the hunt to try and impress me with one of those viral videos. You'll get there. Jeez, you've given him nothing there too. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> He'll probably hate me for sharing that as well. special effects and he thought you meant reflexes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that just like something that old people do? Because my mum does the exact same thing, like shares stuff with me, but just through, direct, like through private messenger. No, nah, my wife does that to me too. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Too embarrassed. Yeah, I don't know. And, oh, and I'm a worse person than you because you obviously try and act interested and I've just left mum up. Give her leave a thumbs up. up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just leave her on red. Oh, <laughs> All that, Come on, buddy. And, no, okay. In my defense, she'll often send me tw- like links to Twitter and I've like forgotten my password to Twitter and my it's with my old email address <laughs> I haven't got access to, so I just cannot get into my Twitter account. Yeah. No wonder so you just, never find us who you're in for a tweet. <laughs> yeah, generally. So I just I can't read ninety percent of the things she sends me and i yeah. I apologize if mum's listening, which you will be. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well skin you're Oh yeah, and I've got the next segment as well. It's actually yeah. a joke of the day. Yeah, that was a nice segue, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, Would have been. Uh, it's so, that was seamless as always. <laughs> worst I've seen. That was uh, very subtle for me. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, not a joke. So I was um, away with Eloise, the missus, went on a holiday recently. That's nice. Yep, didn't propose, Gody, in oh, case okay. you're wondering. Yeah, that was my next question. <laughs> God, I can't believe he's cut you off. I've got to give him a chance to ask. Oh, yeah. Ahead of the game. But anyways, we were um, you know, up at the beach and uh, had this... Uh, Experience actually, well, funny it sort of goes along with your story. How's we uh, went swimming with sharks? Um, but it's bloody expensive to book that in, like swimming with sharks. You, know? you would know, yeah, it's really expensive. It uh, cost me an arm and a leg. No. <laughs> You're telling you, yeah, that's actually well told that is because good. it's really not you sucking me in like, there. Yeah. As well, so. <laughs> you made a one liner into like a seven. Yeah, liner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually forgot it was a joke at one stage and thought it was a true story. It had something about you not spending funds and not proposing, so it was actually probably a true story. And do the sharks have special effects? (laughs) We've gone full circle here, guys. Great segue, Skin, as we said. (laughs) Um, Now, just a reminder too, if you have a story, it doesn't have to be us telling the story at the start of the episode. If you have a story as you were listening that you think we will appreciate or a joke of the day, we are more than happy to have you involved. In fact, we want you participating and getting your debut on the We Got The Chocolates podcast as well. So do send those in. Mitch is always checking them. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, now, guys, something I've been listening to that I thought um, might interest you. Have you seen, like, the Dr. Death like on Stan, like yeah, that series? I've seen ads, for, seen it, yeah. the ads mm. for it and stuff. Um, have you seen that, Skin? I've seen the ads, yeah. Yeah. So I started, I was like intrigued. I haven't actually watched the series, but I was intrigued mm. by it. Obviously, doing some serious driving to Yarra Bilba every day. So plenty of time in there. Yeah, give him a shout out. Who? Yarra Bilba. This yeah. is cool. Well, oh, I wouldn't have thought. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So uh, plenty of time. I obviously listen to our podcast, but there's only so many of them. So then I started listening to. <laughs> that's right. So then You've I started been through the catalog a few times yeah, by now right. too. Haven't you? Exactly. Started listening to Doctor Death, like which yeah. obviously that show has been formed off a successful podcast, and it is quite freaky. I don't know yeah. whether you've uh, you like obviously none of you have listened to it. It's pretty weird. I yeah I haven't listened to the podcast, but when I saw the ads for the stand thing, instead mm. of going back and listening to the podcast, which would have made sense, I instead spent hundreds of hours reading the Wikipedia articles. So I oh, know a little bit. Good <laughs> well research as well, his yeah. But yeah, basically, like to give you a rundown, the guy is like a doctor, like a proper doctor. He hasn't faked that. He's got through medical school and stuff, which yeah. usually is pretty hard. I thought. Yeah. But he's like a sociopath that didn't really want to accept that he was bad at surgeries, and so he's like wound up. Just doing specialising in neck operations, but just being incompetent at them, and like has killed like thirty people or something like that, like oh. and injured even more and left people paralysed and like just psycho. Like, but but like the medical, I couldn't really get my head around because I'm not in the medical profession. I couldn't get my head around how it continued to happen. But apparently, like no one wants to report a doctor like, because if it's like a fake accusation or a false accusation, you can lose your like job mm. as well. And so when he would like botch a surgery at one hospital that hospital would get rid of him mm. but like once he was gone from their hospital he just wasn't their problem anymore mm. and then he just traveled around the country like hospital to hospital before like a, a couple of doctors actually sort of like put a stop to him mm. so yeah it's crazy it's a genuinely crazy story and like a true story obviously that happened in america and not even that long ago like it was i think it was 2000 and like 12 13 yeah right so it's uh yeah it's been freaky but it, it made me think um like I now reckon that I have a crippling fear of going into surgery like I've had a couple of surgeries already but I don't know how I would ever go into one now after listening to that stupid podcast it was like this is nuts because I think things like that actually happen all the time like I genuinely when I went in to get my knee reconstruction mm-hmm. 2009 the nurse came in like not the doctor the doctor was obviously pretty good mm-hmm. sorted it out but the nurse came in and went. Uh, yeah, so I'm just going to draw on the knee and drew on the wrong knee. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> and, and, and she was like, no, it's your, it's your right knee, isn't 
like, yeah, but I'm facing the other way. This is my right <laughs> over here. That's your right, like, on my left knee. Just nightmare. So it's, <laughs> it's actually genuinely, I reckon that stuff could happen all the time. You know what they say? It's a one in a million chance of death during the surgery or something. It's actually a 0% chance, but it's a one in a million because of that guy. Yeah. He's, the, he's the one that created the stat. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, but probably actually. Did you ever get in the numbers there or anything, Skin? No, not really. I, th- I thought I... Yeah, I don't quite remember. I feel like you're exaggerating a little bit. I found out he injured 33 out of 38 patients. I'm not sure how many of them died. That's, that's yeah. not good, though. But no, that's really that's bad. Yeah, yeah. like I've massively exaggerated. I think I used the 30 number as yeah, mm, that yeah. would actually the people injured. So it's probably mm. single figures. Yeah, it's heavy, a man, heavy mayonnaise, yeah, heavy full egg, <laughs> heavy mayonnaise. But yes, uh, anyway. But yeah, not ideal. Although no. probably a slightly irrational fear, like. I don't think that happens all the time, you know. It's happened. It's happened. Like one bloke's done mm. it, and we all know about it. Mm. Yeah, so, and it was in America. Yeah, mm. I am worried that like people can't tell their left from their right and work out when someone's oh. facing the other way. Because I, oh, you, I remember you telling me that leg story. Amputated. Oh, sorry, mate, wrong one. <laughs> I'll oh, just do the <laughs> other one. Yeah. We'll get it next week. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I remember you telling me about that when it happened, and I just assumed they thought it was your left knee. I didn't realize it was like such a trivial <laughs> no, mistake. It was a genuine yeah. like she couldn't work out that our right yeah, that and is concerning. Reversed. Well. I've got a new segment slash game for you to play. I'm really excited. Uh, I've got a jingle for it, Gaddy, which I know you'll appreciate. <laughs> oh, no, you don't. <laughs> one, two, three, it's the Urban Dictionary. I've got some slang in mind that I really want you to define. <laughs> Where do you find the time of your busy schedule to be 15 minutes late to your first day in the work to do that? <laughs> <laughs> what? What's a real shame is, like... There's a good chunk of that that's good. The lyrics are good. Yeah. You, you just suck at them. singing. What do you mean? I mean, you can't sing. Stop trying. Well, how else are we going to make jingles? You're not going to do it. We've only got you. To, we tricked you into doing one for the skin. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That went well. <laughs> that's right. No, I need the jingles. Uh, I'm going to hire yeah. someone. Probably anyway, uh, here is what's going to happen. The This is the game where I give you boys an urban dictionary word and the person with the closest meaning wins a point. Right, so these are ones that are just uh, big on Urban Dictionary today. Okay. Okay. Today, okay. I'm yeah. nervous about this game. I don't think I've ever looked at Urban Dictionary and oh, not seen something horrendously yeah. sexual. Yeah. This could be dangerous. Yeah. Uh, there are a couple of sexual ones. Okay. No, this should be good. Go, this will yeah. go down like a lead balloon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here you go. First one is a mac and cheese afro. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I think mac and go, always go to the left of the dealer. So skin, yeah, I think you're up. A mac and cheese afro. Mac okay, and cheese. Like how graphic are we getting yeah. here? No, it wouldn't. No, no, no. Yeah. okay. Right. I haven't chosen any that are horrendous. Yeah. Is this a sexual one? No. Oh, mac and shucks. Cheese. All right, I've got nothing. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just migrates straight to the gutter, didn't it? <laughs> That's right. Is it yeah, Urban Dictionary has um, other stuff, not just sexual afro. Oh, is it like um, who's that celebrity that with the bloody. Like did the horrendous bleached his hair and it ended up looking like two minute noodles. I don't know. I can't. I'm not going to remember his name. But that's my guess. You're ruled out. I'm going to say like a blonde perm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Like yeah. I'll a shit haircut with blonde and black in it. Yeah. Very simple actually. It's just white kids with afros. (laughs) (laughs) Mac and cheese. Oh yeah. Okay. So Chad Fields has a mac and cheese afro. That's how you'd use it in a sentence. Yeah, so right. No points for anyone. Mm. I can't see anyone getting any points here. Uh, you'll, you'll be right. All right yeah. We'll give you an easy one. All right, yeah. what, a friend date. Sorry? So common term. Friend date being used on Urban Dictionary at the moment. You you would know this. Uh, 
Friend date. Friend date. Uh, I'm going to say when uh, uh, like opposite sex, like male and female, go out on a seemingly romantic, oh. uh, seemingly romantic experience, but platonic. So I think that you've used this in your vernacular quite often because that's 100% right. Is it right? Yeah, it's yeah. Spot on. I've got to ruin that. You two don't get a go. Gody had the luxury of going first. How's you go first for the next one? We're getting a little bit harder now. Not really. I reckon you get this. This one is called the gay drop. Is it like a dance move that <laughs> w- women usually do, but a guy does it instead? <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, I shouldn't give that away. Lock in your yeah. pants, yeah. boys. Um, I'm going to say it's got nothing to... Like, I'm going to say it's where you an- announce something to do with the announcement of being homosexual in a like a surprising context. Okay. Skin. Uh, I'm going to say it's you've been in a gay relationship for some time and you are dropping your partner. Oh, <laughs> Job no. done. Oh, like dumping. <laughs> yeah, off him. Okay. Gody, that's <laughs> points to you again. You're right. Unbelievable. Here what we got. The gay drop is a conversational device to subtly out yourself as a person of the LGBTQAI party bus. It's often used to gauge whether mm. someone else is gay. Yeah, whenever you're ready to catch up, boys. Yeah, that's right. Two now, we're going. So, yeah, we'll just play uh, just one more. It is a bitchode. Spell it. B i t c h o a d. Bitchode. Bitchode. It's not a bitch chode. <laughs> Which person is wider than they are? <laughs> <laughs> that is sort of what I started thinking. Yeah. Bitchode. <laughs> It's, is he that's not right. It's right. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a derogatory term for people who are horrible, and it says "see bitch" and "chode." Oh no! <laughs> did, did you see that guy's budget proposal? What a bitchode! <laughs> that's how you would use it in a sentence. No one's ever used that in a sentence. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. No. Combine, to combine, combine no. two insults for one. There you go, boys. Thanks for playing. Well that was done. Good. Gody, you easily got the chocolates. So. What do I get? Yeah. As, what do I get as a price there? Uh, another beer? Yeah, another beer. Yeah, go for a great <laughs> one. Excellent. No It'll be in the cupboard, no doubt. All right. Boys, what's your favourite things to do in summer? Not cricket. <laughs> Chase the ace in the Australian Open. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty obviously surfing for mine, I'd say. No, Chase the ace even me. <laughs> Yeah, you get bonus bets for every ace, though. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fantastic. All right, that's good. Uh, one of my favourite things to do, I reckon, would be having a frappe. Mm-hmm. Know anyone that does one? I do. Yeah. Alchemy Cordials. Do they? Otherwise, yeah, I'll give you a little syrup and make a nice frappe out of it. Some lovely flavours, actually. Pomegranate and raspberry, tropical, mango, guava and lychee. Lychee and green tea. Lychee and green tea, that does sound good. And you can obviously get some Alchemy Frappes at their website, Skin, which is... AlchemyCordial.com.au And just remember that you do need to use the discount code CHOCKS10. That has changed. CHOCKS10 is the new discount code. It really flows off the tongue so mm-hmm. much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that will give you, obviously, 10% off and free shipping. And particularly the free shipping is useful. Remember our friend, Stefan, we've told this story a few times. Yeah, yeah it has been mentioned yeah. more than Cody's one game for Queensland. <laughs> no, it hasn't. Our friend, <laughs> our friend Stefan, uh, he loves these frappes. He's all about them. And he also paid for postage whilst living in the same street. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that is best, best. 
boys onto our or boys and girls onto our sport chat this week, and a few notable sporting, I guess, events that happened this week. Last night was Brownlow. Anyone watch Brownlow coverage last night? No, I, I watched the end, like the last yeah. four rounds of it. Yeah, I yeah. Got I got a quick, quick personal story about. It. I haven't told you boys about this. Believe it or not, I had a bet on the Brownlow last night. So that is surprising. That is surprising. I, I uh, box first four. My four selections were Ollie Wines, who ended up winning. Yep. Marcus Bontem Pelly, who ended up running second. Yep. Uh, Clayton Oliver, who ended up running third. Yep. And I needed Jack Steele to run fourth. He Ooh. ran fifth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you win nothing? No, you don't have Sam to Sam Walsh fourth. Sam Walsh fourth. I didn't have Sam Walsh. And I'll tell you, you do not have to be dead to be stiff, boys. <laughs> that is for sure. But no, um, Ollie Wines, first of all, I lay player. Robbie Gray was favourite a few years ago. I'm fairly certain to win it. He didn't, he didn't come close, really, did he? So... Mm. First Port Adelaide player to win it. Um, Eagle Dusty's record for most votes. Um, where he beat Dangerfield that year. Uh, and four players finished with more than 30 votes, which is very, very unusual. I think I was reading somewhere today where Clayton Oliver, who ran third, got 31. And I, I think he would have won seven of the last 10 with 31 or something like that. Like it was, yeah, so it was a very, very, you know, best versus the rest sort of scenario. There was well, a lot so of people right. saying that Ollie Wines would be favourite because he wouldn't have votes taken, taken off, off him by yep. anyone else. Whereas for as Chris, Chris Swan talked about last week, actually mm. on last week's episode, yeah, uh, he talked about the fact that Petrarca and Oliver would take votes from mm-hmm. each other. Yeah, that sort of ended up happening. Um, well, it makes that Brisbane Lions premiership sort of sequence in the early two thousands when like Ackermanis and Black won it as well. Like they had amazing midfield and they still made it like makes it how good they actually yeah, were that year. Right. So yeah. but the other thing was all he wants like Travis Boak actually got twenty five mm. votes. That how many was, got? Yeah. So that was the the most of any player that finished second in the in the medal yeah, tally yeah, yeah, yeah. at their club. Yeah. So the people the pundits were actually he wrong gets, he got some well. lot of votes every year Boak as He's well. Thirty three too. So that's mm. pretty impressive. Mm. And I'll tell you what was and uh, the other thing that was uh, that was there was a tweet actually from Adam Cooney today mm-hmm. who said that um, former Brownlow medalist Adam yeah, Cooney, yes. former Brownlow medalist, and I think it was about thirteen years ago or something that he that he. Two thousand eight, I reckon he won the Brownlow skin. Uh, probably get that on your laptop. Yeah, right. yeah, I'll so. work on that. But yeah, so is that thirteen? If you're wrong, I reckon yeah. it's thirteen because he tweeted saying um, David Mundy, who mm. plays for Fremantle, Fremantle. I'm not yep. sure how old he is, but. He got the second most votes. Like he, I think he like finished high in the tally in mm. that year. That yeah. Adam Cooney won the brown though yeah. so in two thousand eight. Is that right? Two thousand eight, and he still polled like thirty votes. Yeah, I reckon he was Frio's top vote getter. Yeah. I reckon, yeah. yeah. So this year, so thirteen years later, he still yeah. polled like a ridiculous amount of votes. Mm. In Good the on brown him. Though, so. You know, I'd like to know which players have polled most votes on average per game played over their careers. That's five. Think. I'd say five, yeah. Yeah, it? yeah I've done a skin stance on it before. He was, well, uh, not, he might not be now, but he was at the time the only player ever with more, like, more votes, more than, games votes than games. Yeah, he's won two. Has he? He's won two Brownlow, hasn't yeah. he? Five, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Can you do that for NRL for us? The not, not Brownlow, probably Dally M. Yeah, <laughs> could probably prep it for next week. Has I don't know if I'll pump it out before the end of this episode. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I don't expect doing? that. <laughs> <laughs> it's pilling prawns, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, And goal of the year, lethal as well. Um, oh, this was interesting. This was interesting. Uh, uh, Caleb Sarong scored the goal of the year. Um, that was a market year as well. But I think probably what we're most interested in this podcast was the audio, which I think you're about to play. There. Yeah, well, that's so, right. There was a bit of controversy about this, saying that the goal actually wasn't that good. And that what got them over the line was the commentary. They straddle the line, chair edging it forward. Croden got through the tackle, magically got it through to Sarong. He got down, he got up again. Oh, you've got every right to be amazed. Sarong, Sarong. Very good. 
If, is there anything that sets the mood better than good sports commentary? Honestly, that is just outstanding. It's as good. good as it gets. That is that. like, b- besides my best mate, Bruce McAvaney, that is just as good as it gets. Yeah. Is Andrew Hudson, I'm fairly certain. Yeah, that, that was, I wonder how long he'd been waiting to use that yeah. one. <laughs> I wonder if he's used it before. Yeah. Yeah. Sarong is right. Yeah, when he, was on, it, he was on holidays in Hawaii when he used that last <laughs> time when he was wearing Sarong. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to help myself if I was a commentator. Yeah. I would drop that in the first game. Yeah, but you'd be, dropping, you'd be dropping puns on like everyone's name down yeah. there. Sarong like, gets a handball. Yeah, Sarong yeah. <laughs> got yeah. a handball. He so really, wrong, he, it's right. Yeah, he really chose Sarong option there. <laughs> There's so many. You can yeah, do no, that last yeah, time. we could keep going. Do you want to stop? Uh, please don't. No, okay, good. And probably something we probably are remiss to talk about. Yeah, it's coming out to Australian Sun, and we've got. Uh, the cricket coming up, which we're all obviously looking forward to. Uh, Afghanistan were meant to be touring for a one-off mm. test match. First time Australia played Afghanistan test match, which... Has uh, that been cancelled yet, officially? Well, we, we can't really find. We, we think it has been cancelled. For those, I guess, who, who don't know, it's obviously been put in jeopardy by the current situation over in, in Afghanistan with the Taliban taking over Kabul, which is obviously a topic that... It's not taboo, but it's something that we as the four of us really probably can't comment on that well with any sort of authority mm. or, or, yes. or knowledge at all. So, But the, the real simple gist of it is that the Taliban uh, aren't really fans of you know, women w- well, okay. women's rights in general, really. Yeah. So it's quite appalling. So, But women playing sport particularly in this sort of thing. So, mm. and, and Australia, Cricket Australia has sort of taken a sense, well, you know, if, you, know you can't provide a, a women's sort of team, then, you know, Basically, not that we don't want you, but we can't have you sort of thing. So, has you're probably in a better position to comment than the rest of us sort of being not so much at the coal face, but, you know, in and around a little bit. It's obviously semi-challenging for Cricket Australia. So some of the players talk about, has mm. it like, did it actually come up in conversation mm. at the time? Or? Very little here and there, I guess. It's, it's hard to know who is telling the truth and who's just saying what to sound good on yeah. in the media, uh, which side of the story to listen to. I I think I think it's good that like they're taking a stand and trying to do something about it because mm. yeah you want we want women's cricket to be you know all over the world and 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 grow everywhere so Australia and I are just dominating you know every game they play in the women's the women's game but obviously is this the right thing to do because it, it's detrimental to the men's game in, in Afghanistan which is which has come mm. such a long way so if there was something they could do that wasn't detriment to everything else over there then that'd be nice but I just I just don't think there is much else on the table for them. It's a real trigger when I was sort of, I was listening to something on the way I hear that. Women's cricket has progressed a lot in Afghanistan as well in regards to the fact that three years ago there was no contracts, but this year they contracted 25 ladies to play them. Not a whole heap of money, but you know they contracted there, ready to go sort of thing. So they were actually progressing quite well in that area, I guess. Um, it's just a really, really interesting one. Like, is, is it from the you know from the chairman and CEO of Cricket Australia as well? Like, they have taken that hard stance, but could they have possibly just held back and waited a little bit longer. Yeah. I mean, the, the Taliban haven't listened to world leaders over the last 20 years. I, I doubt very much they're going to be listening to, you know, what the CEO of Cricket Australia has to say too seriously mm. when they're, you know, too busy slaughtering innocents over there. So it's... Yeah. Another world, isn't it? No, it is. And it's, it's again, it's something that we probably... I mean, we obviously don't really have much of an idea of, but uh, it's probably something that should be brought up because I think a lot of people are looking forward to Afghanis coming over here as well. And... You sort of question, we, we've had, and I guess, an influx of you know, the Afghanis succeeding in our BPL, you know, with Rashid Khan and Majib and, and the like. So it's, um, I don't know, it's it's interesting what's going to happen over the next sort of 12 to 18 months, I reckon. Tim, so. Payne, Tim Payne came out and made some comments that ba- essentially backed, like, Cricket Australia's mm. stance, saying that, yeah, like, the, the Cricket Australia's vision and mm. mission is to is to 
inspire more women to play across the Absolutely, world. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so pretty brave from Tim Payne, though, because I don't know if I'd be coming out making comments about the mm. uh, Taliban. I reckon they've got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, you might you, be right. You know but, what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, trying to you know, take over a city. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's, look, I don't know. We're not normally fence-sitters on this podcast, but this one we're probably going to sit on the fence a little bit and we can't probably be too... Um, yeah, one way or the other, I wouldn't have yes. thought. But it's um, yeah, it's probably definitely something to mention because I see cricket's our you know summer sport. Yeah. So and you know, I think everyone's looking forward to coming over there. It is actually a situation where the cricket Australia, from their perspective, I think that they're damned if they do, damned. Oh, they absolutely. Because well. yeah, you'd like there's n- it's absolutely no one sitting there going, oh, that's a terrible stance. Mm. But then the Afghanistan captain of the cricket teams come out and said, look, you know, we'll, we've worked to do. so hard. Yeah. For, 20 years yeah. to actually get a team that mm. can be there for and, player. And, well, and a team that's now competitive as well. It's not yeah. like this isn't a gimmick anymore. Like maybe not so much in Hobart, but like if they played a game at Marnica or at Spahn and they had three spinners or something like that, like it's not a gimmick. Like we're not winning this test match in a day and a half sort of thing. So it's, you know, it's it. It's, I mean, it's a real shame for them as well. And other quick little bits. We've got NRL finals this weekend. I am cock a hoop because I'm going to the footy on Friday night, which is why I'm beloved Rabbitohs. Mm. Pump, manly. I'm, I couldn't be more excited as you can tell. So. Yeah. Um, so it should be really good. You're, uh, you're a little bit worried though, aren't you? Tom no. Turbo? Nope. Ooh. Manly looked pretty Not good well, the other night. We'll, yeah. we'll win by 20. By 20. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Last bet went pretty well. So yeah. yeah. No, it went good. Looking forward to asking <laughs> about that next yeah, week. Yeah, no, and then obviously the other semi, which everyone sort of thought was going to be the grand final, was Penrith and Melbourne. So uh, Melbourne was sitting there licking lips after Penrith and um, Parramatta battled the shit out of each other last Saturday night. So Penrith got another leg up, which is unsurprising. My goodness gracious. Um... <laughs> What do you mean oh, by that? Oh, honestly, if a team of, in sport has ever been looked after more than those blokes, my goodness. <laughs> just anything. You want anything more? Crikey. I'd love to see a Penrith Rabbitohs final for, just so we could watch Goaty. Get Goaty Cam. <laughs> yeah, it happened last week. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And we've had... That wasn't the grand final. No, it was a final to me, though. <laughs> and Madge Maguire, beloved South, ex-South Sydney Rabbitohs coach, premiership winning coach, legend. He's just been... Looks like he's got the tap on the shoulder at the basket case that is the West Tigers. So well, no, we, I think he had the tap on the shoulder and then they cancelled the board meeting. Oh, Did good. you see that? No, that that, that organisation is going quite well at the yeah. moment, obviously. <laughs> so they went. So they had a board meeting to like decide on his future. Yeah. He's got two years left on his contract. Yeah. And they said, you know, we'll have a board meeting, which generally means good night, nurse. Yeah. You're gone. And then they cancelled it at the 11th hour. Oh, so right. So, yeah, so good. now he's safe. Oh, I'm sure good. he feels really he's safe. Probably ext- <laughs> he's probably getting, probably getting extension now. <laughs> I'm sure he would feel great going yeah. to work tomorrow. Yeah. Thanks for backing me, boys. I feel really sorry for him because I think he's a great coach. Like I said, he won our know, premiership winning coach for the Rabbitohs in 2014. Watching, he's an effort guy. Like He puts so much into it and stuff like that. And then when, when your players aren't responding, it really shits me how the coach gets the first. But anyway. And is, that, is that an example of like showing that Coaches don't actually have that much of an impact on how well the team does. They might have a little bit, but it's actually to do with how strong the squad is in the most part. Well, it probably comes down to the senior players. Has you'd think so. Um, I didn't watch that Tales, Tales from Tiger Town doco. Didn't even watch that. No, but that, no. from from the reports I was getting, it's like there weren't. There wasn't a lot of like senior player. It was just always Madge doing it. You know, always Madge talking. Always Madge. You know, whereas you, we've played all played in teams before where. It's all well and good, the coach saying something, but it probably means a little bit more if it's actually one of your peers and one of your leaders. It doesn't even have to be your captain. 
You know what I mean? So I thought the whole show was beeped out from swear words. Well, that's exciting, though. <laughs> it was a couple of blubbers, yeah. so. Imagine if they do that to us. <laughs> and by that us, I mean me. Uh, <laughs> did, you, did you say imagine there on purpose? Oh, oh, oh you just, that stop. is just great. Please stuff. stop. Um, <laughs> two from two. Yeah. And, and one final thing David Teague has been snapped up by uh, Richmond, who David Teague, former Carlton coach, as an yeah. assistant coach recently, Lethal. You've probably got a little bit more info than me, but. Um, oh, just, uh, yeah, he's gone as an assistant coach yep. to, to Richmond, but. It just oh, we've spoken about this on the podcast mm. before. It shocks me that there's no other industry, I don't think, in the world where when you get sacked you become more yeah. appetizing yeah. for other employers. Yeah. <laughs> like you mm. just if I, if I get risled from teaching, mm-hmm. I guarantee you there's not a school lining up the next day going, no. Oh geez, thanks, mate. No, especially, when you come. especially when you show up as late as you do. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I need a school that starts at nine thirty. Especially when you should be there at ten. Especially when you just broke your contract. Ah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Hans. We should not, we should stop telling these things on the podcast for him, shouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's really good yeah. for my and identity. And that's a sports wrap. Uh, and just a piece of audio from a listener, I believe. I've been asking people to get in touch with us through the Speakpipe on our website for a little while now, and someone's finally done it. Hello, boys. I've been listening to the pod just through the nervous 90s, and I love what you're about. Keep up the great work. Um, listen to Bento's episode last week, loved it, um, and I heard he was coming out of retirement or dropping. I don't know which, which one he was, but uh, what I want to know is when is it time to hang up the boots? I started playing soccer again last week for the first time in two years, and I'm only 33, and it did not end well. I haven't been able to walk for the last three days. Uh, is it time to hang up the boots? Cheers, lads. See ya. I think Goaty should take the lead on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, skin, you, actually, you know a bit about it, don't you? You retired skin from soccer as well. I did. Yeah, the ripe old age of about eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's giving up, not retiring. <laughs> I retired five. I yeah. played under sixes, and that was it. <laughs> what we need to what we need to go across is a difference between giving up and retiring. Like okay. I think, yeah. to, if you're good, you retire. If you're Mate, not I was good, bloody you, good at eight. You retired. Congratulations. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. Retired from yeah. rugby league at yeah. twelve yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. That is true, though. You can't like Ricky yeah. Ponting retired. Well, the, Ricky Ponting retired. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. I, I gave up my professional career, career not retired. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Are you happy with that? Yeah, yeah that's fair. No, fair. but um, I, yeah, I've stopped playing a large chunk punk, chunk, oh, large punk, a large chunk of my career. Also your favourite music genre. Yeah, large punk. <laughs> Next to his brother, Daft Punk. It's uh, a <laughs> simple plan after they put on 600 kilos. <laughs> large punk. Yeah, good eating plan. Um, <laughs> no, oh, so I'm not playing uh, Red Bull cricket this year, but I seem to be playing more cricket than ever to the distest. Test of um, how's your speaking going? I don't yeah, know. Whatever you're ready to go. Yeah, to. sorry, boys. Um, but no, I actually knew I had a gut feeling I wasn't going to play Red Bull Creek this year at the start of last year, but soldiered on. And but there was a day for those in Brisbane who knows what West Creek Ground looks like. Um, I was standing at West. It was 35 degrees, and we hadn't got a wicket for about three hours. And I was standing at Gully, and I don't feel it at Gully, and I had completely and utterly zoned out and. <laughs> was thinking, what the holy hell am I doing here? <laughs> like, and that was it. I was sitting in my face. The ball could have hit me in the belly and I would not have even known. And, and I thought, you know what? That's enough. Okay. Like, asking this guy, I want to know, like, did he do his ACL? Like, if fair, fair enough, if you did, you, you mm. couldn't walk the next day. But if if you're playing your first game in two years and you haven't trained leading up to it, you're playing a full game of soccer, you're probably not going to 
find it easy to walk the next day. <laughs> like you're gonna be yeah. sore anyway. So oh, that's true. Every time I try and do any form of exercise at the moment, it, it's yeah. a bit, always the first time in about mm. three weeks, yeah. and I'm sore the next day. Mm. I was gonna yeah. say I can't walk the next day after doing five push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> You've never done five push-ups. <laughs> yeah. Why, why do you push-ups walk using your legs so much? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my technique must be bad. <laughs> Very good. Uh, anyways, I wanted to ask your thoughts on this, Lethal, because you're um, yeah, buddy, getting on now. You've got that big ball patch on the back of your head. You're mm. 30 odd years old. That actually doesn't change my age. <laughs> <laughs> you look wiser with good, it. Though. Good indicator of your you're age, like a librarian. Which, is, which is old. Uh, no, you're, what are you, 31? And, but and but more importantly, you you know, you're wicket keeping in ones down at Redlands mm. Tigers and. That bloody pesky second grade wicketkeeper is <laughs> constantly asking about your he retirement. Can up. you can you please give us a, a firm answer on when I will yeah, yeah. give up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, to like I would think that I could play for a bit longer. I mean, I'm averaging point five at the moment in the first. It's striking him well. <laughs> that's not good, but uh, but yeah, I think that I could play for a bit longer. But that doesn't stop old Rubes from bailing me up every mm. training trip. <laughs> Have to keep on the weekend, Lethal. Yeah, pretty well, mate. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> so, what's your plans for the future? What are you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Some real club spirit there at Tiger Lake. Yeah. <laughs> How long do you reckon you'll play for? Are like, you getting on a bit? What are you? It's like, oh, jeez, your fingers are looking like they got arthritis. <laughs> yeah. Why the I hell are you feel packing? Pretty good, man. Why are you packing twisties in your fingers? <laughs> Guys, something that we are well overdue for is the presentation of a FOTS card, and that is friend of the show card number 15. And before further we go any further, this is brought to you by PDM Property Finance, who have been delivering tailored property finance solutions to meet the individual needs of property investors and developers since 2002. And we are going to get our new friend of the show on the line. It is yeah, Owen what did, Daly. What number did you say that it was, sorry? Number 15. And we definitely got that right because we did screw it up last time. Yeah. <laughs> who screwed it up? Uh, you. Yeah, that's me. I'm, yeah. I'm keeping a tally. <laughs> I think it was me. Yeah. But, nah, yeah, we'll point the finger at someone else. Probably Owen's fault. Is he on the line? Is he? Has I think he is. Owen, are you there? Yeah, got you guys. Owen, congratulations, friend of the show, number 15. What does this mean to you? Oh, look, it's an absolute honour. I just I may have to go back through the tapes to make sure I am number 15, but <laughs> no, it's a pleasure. That would actually, let us know that would what actually we're up help. to. That would be really helpful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and if you would do that for us, that would solidify. <laughs> like, we'll, we'd probably express post it to you. Because Australia Post, they can be slow, can't they? We know, <laughs> we know that. We were looking through the applications, and uh, you're actually very official with your answers, very correct answers. No real, like, uh, barbs yeah. or, 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 you know, Anything out of the ordinary you in got there? That, you got that balding one wrong, didn't you? <laughs> nope, nope, that was spot on, definitely. Lee. Very correct with all your answers. Like you said, that at the fav- at the time you uh, nominated yourself, your favourite episode was was the Hangover Part Four with the Krause's celebration story. Oh, that was a good app. Has that has that changed since then? Oh no, that was was a, a very good story to listen to. Um, there's been yeah lots of episodes to choose from, but but I uh, did enjoy the live show. Mm, um, totally. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, well, he, he was quite active uh, in the live show. Oh, and I remember one distinct comment, Goaty, that really actually ruined your mood. You left straight after. <laughs> yeah, that's nothing unusual because you take fucking three hours to do this. So. <laughs> <laughs> but remember, Owen said, what was it has helped you out here? It was like... He said, uh, do you only teach uh, Spono plugs after two Queensland Bulls games? Yeah. <laughs> 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 You gotta get because you've only played that one game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah. No, you got me there. Thanks, <laughs> thanks Mitch. It went really well, didn't it? Yeah, it went well. If you're a new listener, Goaty has played one professional game of cricket for Queensland. 
And uh, oh, and it wasn't the only time you've thrown a barb at, at Goaty either. You sent us a message after an episode asking uh, how many corporates are getting behind Goaty's best bets after a less than ideal start earlier on in the uh, in the, the show season. Yeah, I actually, I do remember that. You, know, you mentioned it. And uh, unfortunately, I have been waiting for, for round three of Goaty's best bets. Mm-hmm. Uh, did we do two the- rounds? I think there was a, there was a second week. I can't. I I did hold back from throwing the house on the second week. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm they don't bring up the don't bring up the winners. I back out. They only bring up the losers. That's okay. You <laughs> no. jump on that bandwagon as well, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> now, Owen, uh, I'm I'm making an assumption here, but I wanted to know uh, what's your reason why you didn't make it as a professional athlete. We like to ask people that, and I, I, I'm. I'm not sure if you are or you aren't a professional athlete, but I'm guessing you're not. So what's, what's the reason why <laughs> oh, you, you are? All right, give a chance. Take it easy. <laughs> nah, um, look, yeah, we, we probably don't have long enough to, to roll out the full list of reasons why I never made it. Right. Double knee Rico or something. Yeah, I've had that. Uh, no, no injuries, unfortunately, but uh, we can make some up. Yeah, <laughs> Perfect. Well, Owen, you have indeed um, just filling out your card. You are friend of the show number 15 or obviously 0015 as we like to refer to it. Or somewhere between 13 and 17. <laughs> yeah, anywhere around there. It's like a median number. <laughs> uh, but yeah, because we, we could have thousands of friend of the shows could one be. day. Mm, maybe. Thousands of followers, mm. for sure, on Instagram. Yeah, not wrong. Yeah. Uh, so there you go, Owen. We'll uh, we will get that to you. Uh, it's usually about what you're in Australia, aren't you? So it should be about eight yeah. to ten weeks. <laughs> by the time, by the time, friend of the show ninety gets his. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. It's an absolute honour, and and yeah, look forward to uh, Christmas lunch opening up the. Uh, the friend of the show card. Mm. That's, that's actually yeah, not that's pretty, that's pretty close. I reckon. Yeah, I reckon he's got yeah. it. Yeah, you can tell Owen's listened to a few episodes. He just knows what's going on. That's <laughs> how little to expect. Yes, that's right. And you yeah. can't be disappointed though. Thank you very much, guys. Oh, very good, Owen. Very good show. Love it. And we're going straight into tweet of the week. Or you got you're in for a tweet. Whatever the segment's called. You, you're, you're in for a tweet. tweet. Yeah. Can you start get it again? correct, please. Yeah, it helps yeah, with the branding. Yes. Of yeah, you're in for you're in for a tweet and. Normally, I am in charge of these tweets, but last night, as we mentioned, was Brownlow night. And Dane Swan, former Brownlow medals for Collingwood, and obviously a very good AFL player, was um, he had control of Sportsbet's Twitter account. Oh, he does yeah. he does this every year, and yeah. it's, it's a really, really good um, follow. So we actually got two. Two? Two. Oh, what if your first one's Darst? Well, it won't be. Oh. It won't be. So both of them actually are a sort of semi-targeted Hamish McLaughlin, who is... Um, is he hosting? He was hosting last night, hosting. yeah. So uh, the first one, uh, this night is dragging on so long, we're going to need Hamish to give us a roadmap to get out of here. <laughs> Referring to the Victorian roadmap, which was put out by Daniel Ambers <laughs> last really week. He really hates that. Yeah, he really, he's, not, he's not a lockdown um, uh, supporter, shall no, we say, correct. Uh, Dane. And the second one, I find this not so much funny, but jeez, it resonates with me whenever I watch some of this shit. So, Hamish, please, I don't think Christian Petrarca is drawing much inspiration from his under-10s grand final appearance. Get on with it. (laughs) (laughs) And I found that really, really good, I reckon. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. That's clever. That's... Was episode 102 Very fun episode It's done We got the chocolates It's more than just us four It's you and the community So get in touch And let us know How you've been getting The chocolates this week And we'd love to get you A debutante spot on the show As we did with Owen Daly Our, our newest friend of the show there 
And Mitch, where can people get in touch with us? Uh, social media is probably the best the best place. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, uh, YouTube even, if you want to comment or reach out to us there, go for it. Um, and if you can't find any of those, just the website. we got thechocolates.com.au. You'll be able to submit submit a form and sort of yeah, get in touch with us. And don't forget to give us a rating and review as well. Make it a good one. Otherwise, it's not very good. <laughs> in the show notes, you'll find some offers from our sponsors, so please support our podcast by supporting our sponsors. Perfect. And remember, if you're not part of a team right now, you definitely should be because no matter the results, being in a group of mates is how you actually get the chocolates. And as always, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavours. We'll speak to you again next week. Stumps. Well, that's the podcast. So what the hell are you still doing here? Go and get the chocolates, you marvellous beast. <laughs> <laughs>